I'm Ryan Johnson. I'm Tyler Schmidt. I'm Lou Janu. And this is Car Talk, a podcast about trading cards. We're here to teach you everything you need to know about flipping cards. Whether it's the next breakout rookie, a new Magic the Gathering release on the way, or Pokemon's 25th anniversary, we'll break it all down. So sit back and listen up. Those cards collecting dust in your closet could make you some real cash. Welcome to Card Talk. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Card Talk. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Tyler and Lou. Lots to get to on today's episode, but I think we should start with the usual. What's on your mind? Lou, let's start with you today. Interesting. Okay, well, um, it was Labor Day weekend. Um, I was down the shore this weekend, which was phenomenal. Little, little KMA action. Nice. KMA. Shore. Slash nice. Wildwood slash Diamond Beach. If you know, you know vibes did a lot of yep. college football wagering and my thought was i want to do some crossover situations with high volatility show because mm. i think there's a we've always talked about the connections between gamble sports gambling and cards so i think we should figure out a little crossover action i think it'll be good stuff i like that bring an idea to the table you know i, mean? I like that that's a great idea lou's mentioning a new podcast on 137 p.m called short-term high volatility investments that covers sports gambling well crossover collab i like that that's what i'm thinking about i'm thinking about sports gambling it's fully back in my life i didn't get up from the couch on saturday i sat down i got to cape may at 11 a.m sat down and didn't get up until after the georgia game and then watched the hawaii game That's a heck of a job out of you. The Hawaii, the I, I, late, night, way, the I say, Hawaii late night post the, yeah. the snoozer, Georgia Clemson. It was a snoozer. And I would say, when I say watch, I mean, I was like refreshing Gamecast because the only way you can watch Hawaii football is on Spectrum pay-per-view. And I'm not even kidding. It's only on pay-per-view, Hawaii football. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Ty, Ty, what's on your mind? Penn State football is one and up. What also is on my mind is with NIL and cards and NFT and just how college football and collectibles and everything is going to be much more advanced going forward, which I'm I'm pumped about. We saw Candy, which is an offshoot of Fanatics, do a DJ Ugalele, uh drop with some other guys. I think they also have um, the quarterback from Georgia. So that I think was interesting. DJ did not look too hot. He's holding the ball heavy. Uh, Penn State, big road win. College football back. The U.S. Open has been sick, to be honest. The U.S. Open has been sick. A lot of young talent playing some good tennis, and I've been really enjoying that. Big match tonight. If you're watching this on Wednesday, it's going to be last night, but there's this 18-year-old Spanish kid, Carlos Alcaraz, and you guys are looking at me like I would look at you yeah, when exactly. you talk about F1. Yep, yep, just calling that out. Um <laughs> The U.S. men's national team footy, really unimpressive showing. I mean, really not good for the two. Was someone important not playing for us? Uh, Yeah. Reyna got hurt in the first game, so he didn't play the second game. McKinney was the one I saw. McKinney didn't play, did he? McKinney did the old, probably went and hung out with someone, Uh... broke the the protocol because he's a cool cat. They said he got like he's off the next back game to too. Like, like, get out of here. He's like, all right, I'll yeah, go back to it. Italy. You guys can go back to uh, West Cincinnati, Ohio, and play for the MLS. I'm like, oh, I'm good. Um, and uh, and we got NFL Thursday night. We good. We're chilling. 
that Zach Wilson downtown you are looking for was pretty sick. That's Jay. Yeah, that's a good card. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. And Premier League, yeah. I mean, this is peak. This is I wouldn't peak. expect anything right, less to start the show. This is peak. We are going into peak sports. Yes, 100%. These next three months are the best three sporting months of the year. Is October the best sporting month of the year? I actually, to be frank, I think the best sporting month. People will debate it because it doesn't have football. But that moment where you get like... March. Yeah, well, a little bit later. The moment where you get NBA, NHL, like all the playoffs May. just ripping, May is pretty good. Like every May. night there's just bangers. End of yeah. Premier League. The draft. Yeah. I mean, March, May, or October. What are you voting for is the month of the year? You March. only get one oh, month. Yeah, Which, what's the best month of the year for, for sports? March Madness. You typically get a, good, a major, golf major in there. That first weekend of March Madness is different. Yeah, I think the, fir- I think the Thursday to Monday, of March, the first weekend of March Madness is the best weekend of the year for sports. I can't think of anything. The only thing I close, I think, is that. this past weekend. The first college football weekend where it's just games on the entire day for three days. Or two days. Yeah, I think it's that. the second weekend because then you get the NFL on Sunday and yeah, on Monday yeah, and on third. Thursday. And then you get <laughs> you get like five straight days. Yeah, you're right. That's what we got coming up. The best is the Sunday night right, football. We've got Thursday, Thursday night football, Saturday football all day, Sunday football, Sunday night football, Monday night football. Yeah. I, also, it's bad. college football, you're starting to see a little bit difference with these early big games because the teams are realizing that if you lose week one, it's much better than losing late in the season. So they're front loading everything, but it's really a preview. Like everything's going to be one conference. All the top teams are only going to play each other. They're not going to play these mid tier games. It's going to keep going with it's just with the money. Now it's like, there's also weirdly, there's also weirdly too much downside for these big schools to play the smallest, like Washington, Washington losing to Montana is like a serious issue. Like why? For like for no, what they no gave need. up, they probably threw him like a million bucks, and they lost. And they called DL. <laughs> like that's brutal. <laughs> yep, tough scene. Right, what's on your mind? Start. We're gonna talk a little bit more about it later. It's been watching Drive to Survive. Saw George Russell sign with Mercedes this morning. Lou and Tyler were. Uh, Lou, did you send in Tyler? Chat? Tyler did. Who sent in chat this morning? Tyler. Yeah. Tyler's <laughs> lucky. Locked in. Um. Well, Lou gave us the hat tip. Lou, yeah, so Lou that, gave I us was, the week early. Lou said it's coming. Lou said the announcement. I mean, it's been coming for imminent. months. It was imminent, though, last week once they announced the uh, Botas. Yeah, see, that's the cool thing about watching Drive to Survive is, like, it's older. So, like, you get to see how it plays out chronologically because you're seeing, like, these guys that aren't on these teams anymore. And you're like, okay, well, I know how this plays out, right? So, who is it, Lou? Daniel Ricardo and Verstappen going head-to-head in, in season one where... They, they crash into each other and then Ricardo's up for a contract, right? And you're like, well, I know how this plays out later. Yeah. It's, we're going to get to it. We're going to talk F1. But Tyler said Ohio, or Penn State got a road win. Ohio State also got a road win. Little shaky start from Stroud, but I'm not going to lie. Again, I'm super biased. Ohio State's offense, even with a mediocre quarterback, is explosive. The defense looks 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 little looks a little rough. I was telling some friends the other day when uh, Saturday when college football was on. Bama's back and I hate it. I don't love it. I'm I'm not here for it. Not a fan. They're back. Who's that little number one receiver they have? That kid's a beast. That kid's from Ohio State. 
He transferred? Jamison Williams? A kid transferred from Ohio State to Alabama? Ohio State has the top two wide receivers in the country right now. They don't need him. I think the three best offenses are Ohio State, Alabama, and Ole Miss. Ole Miss is insane. I watched him last night. Who's Ole Miss's quarterback? This kid, I forget his name. Uh, he's like, a, I think he's a junior. He's legit, and he gets in, he's like Baker. He gets in everyone's face. He like takes tackles. It's awesome. Yeah, it's, I mean, Bryce Young, Jamison Williams. I mean, uh, Alabama's team is just, man, I'm like, these guys are good. Every time. These guys are good. I hate, I hate seeing Bama good because, like I said, I'm an Ohio State fan. I'm not a big SEC guy, but man, they're, they're good. It's going to be tough to beat them. But Georgia beating Clemson on the road, that's, that's Matt tough Corral. too. Yes, Matt Corral. So, quarterback. but yeah, while we're on the topic of football, we just mentioned it Thursday night football. Is Thursday night football this week or does it start next week? Mm-hmm. This week it's Tampa. It we're 48, 48 hours plus an afternoon. Yeah, Tampa and Dallas on Thursday. Tampa, Dallas, week one. So we got Thursday night football, Saturday night college football, Buckeyes and Ducks in the shoe will be in attendance, maybe a little live Q&A, IG Car Talk Live from the shoe on Saturday. He's juiced up. Then we got Sunday. What's the line? How many points are you guys giving to Oregon, just for context? I think it's 13 and a half, but I think it will shift a lot if Kayvon Thibodeau doesn't play. Uh, if you watch any of the Oregon game against Fresno, I think it was last Saturday. I'm looking for the odds. Kid's a beast. Kid's an animal. I think I think McShay or Kuiper has him in like top five right now. But he had an ankle sprain. Ty, if you had to guess the guess the line, Jay well, just Jay put, it in, put the chat. it in the. I'm devastated. Ohio yeah, State's Jay, fourteen Jay, and Jay a half point good. favorites to against Oregon. It's oh, fourteen God. and a half now. That's a lot of points. Yeah. So your boys probably I mean, out. Trayvon. Oregon struggled with Fresno State. They don't look amazing, and if he doesn't play, it'll go up. It'll go up seventeen and a half, eighteen. And a half. It'll go. It'll go up if, if Thibodeau does not. Play. Minnesota struggled. Ohio State struggled against Minnesota, though. So. They scored 46 See, points. The thing about Ohio State is, the, that's the thing about Ohio State. Like, they can struggle, and then all of a Put sudden, 50. they have the ball 30 seconds. Yeah, they dropped, a couple, yeah, they dropped a couple tutties. They struggled, they though. six who touchdowns. Was, who was my man that got shot out of a cannon to, to back up Travion running Anderson, back. the freshman, number one running back in the country. I, I was like, bruh, this guy came out of nowhere. What about, by the way? Speaking of shot out of a cannon, did you hear the call from Gus Johnson on the guy, the defensive lineman, got the interception return for a touchdown? Oh, yeah. Haskell the rascal. No, dude. He's like, he got shot in the face. Oh, yeah. He did get shot in the face. He he literally got shot in the face. He was trying to stop someone from getting robbed. He got shot in the face through the cheek. Crazy story. Crazy story. But it's an unbelievable call from Gus to to have an interception for a touchdown and say, a guy that got shot in the face. All right, let's, uh, let's, let's reel it back in. If there's a one college football player whose card you're picking up, who is it? Wow. I'm going Zach Charbonnet. Mm. That's who I'm going with. Because he used to be your boy and you don't want to miss the boat. He's no longer my boy. Definitely not. That's who I'm picking. So he's gonna so his rise is gonna always carry you, so you just need to have a little gotta have a hedge against the sadness. That's always the key. Yeah, he's a hedge the sadness with the monetary game. I like it. (laughs) There's two guys, one more biased than the other. Uh Travion Henderson, I believe, will start here in a couple weeks. Mayan Williams looks good for Ohio State, but Travion went Henderson is is fast. But yeah, the, Jay put in the chat. The more obvious guy is is Bryce Young, 
right? Four touchdowns in Alabama. Alabama just, I mean, how many titles does Saban have in six years? I mean, six titles in nine years, I think. Six titles in 10 years. I mean, they just, just win. It's unbelievable. He just wins. He wins all the time. And like, again, I'm going to, I do not like Alabama, but it's like Mahomes or Brady, right? Until somebody shows me they're going to beat them, I'm just not going to bet. Like, you're just not going to put your money against them, right? So I just, it, it's hard to bet on Alabama not winning. And if that happens, that's why I picked Bryce Young to win the, the Heisman. I'm I'm going Bryce Young and I'm that's that would be the guy I would be like, I think makes the most sense to pick up. And he actually has cards. It's a good pick. And there's one guy we didn't mention at all and one team we didn't mention at all because they were hidden on ESPN three this weekend. Cincinnati and Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter looked amazing on Saturday. They were lighting it they up. They beat the they beat Miami, right? Miami of Ohio. Yeah, they beat yeah. they beat them down. It was it was bad. They were flying down the field. I for 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 the narrative, for the chatter, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take Bryce Young because I think that's clear cut. But I do think JT Daniels is gonna be one of those top ten NFL picks because it's been written, and Georgia's gonna. They have a very easy schedule. At the end of the season, when it they matters. have a very easy schedule. They're on- Did you see that? Deal they're only. Did you see that? Yeah, the deal only on- game they have left, they play Florida in November. Other than that, they play like nobody. So they play Alabama in the SEC title? Yeah, until the title until the title game, they don't play anyone other than Florida. So if they can just keep it together, they'll be in the SEC title game. And then if they sneak out that win, he's Yeah. He might know, win the Heisman. He was they've been talking about him since his sophomore yeah. year in high school. Yeah. He pretty much left and went to USC. And didn't do nothing at USC. Was that under Helton at USC? I think so. I'm not I can't speak confidently though. I got a little coffee. I got a little caffeine pop going on in me right now. No, but side note, Jay, Jay, we definitely got, I want, I, I like, now I'm super curious. I've been thinking about that best month of the year. You only got one month of the year. Jay, I want that as a poll on IG or on Twitter, March, May, mm-hmm. or October. Yeah. March, May, that's a good one. All right. What else? U.S. soccer. Ty, you were saying U.S. soccer. U.S. soccer. A couple things on my mind is I think more people are watching these early qualifiers than in the previous four, eight years. So I think that's very good overall for the sport growth that we've talked about on here for a long time. Uh, this, the specific players, I think it's good for their cards, but the performance was just down bad. And then I also thought it would be interesting to see the crossover between footy collectors, market players, flippers, etc. And F1 as kind of two like emergent sports. I'd imagine there's a lot of people playing in both worlds. Also, just because the international appeal, the whole nine. I don't know. Like, I just think there's something there to the proper footy F1 cohort. Uh, I've kind of been thinking about. There's a very, very, very big crossover. It's the same. The same people who are jumping on the arbitrage of soccer are the ones who are jumping on the arbitrage of F1. Mm-hmm. Um, and then lastly, it, uh, I think Netflix and the PGA Tour agreed to like a drive to survive type of thing, which I think could be I really I hope cool. they get the right people. Like I hope they get Bryson and all that because what happened with drive to yeah. survive at first, they didn't have Mercedes and it kind of made the show not as good. So I hope they get all the right guys. For so drive to survive gets better. It gets a lot better. Man, I'm fired up. No. There's no Mercedes, bro. They like, wouldn't they wouldn't here. go on the show because they were scared they're gonna give something away because they're the evil empire. 
and then they realize, oh my god, I'm going to make Lewis Hamilton even more rich and popular. Money talks. On F1, can we stick here for sure. a second? Can I throw you wait, guys wait, some wait, questions? Wait, 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 wait. As I, okay, we went a little okay. fast to Sorry. U.S. soccer. Although I did get Weston McKinney mixed up earlier with Tristan McKenzie, the baseball player for the Indians. You said McKenzie. Rookie mistake out of me. Rookie mistake, right? Mm-hmm. The fact that I'm getting baseball mixed up with football or with soccer, not good. But it, it's it's not even it's not even Monday. Feels like Monday because Labor Day was kind of like an extended Sunday. So trying to get back on Agreed. on track here. But uh, I saw a lot of people. I did not watch the game, Tyler. But I see a lot of people okay. on Twitter going after the coach. Yes. Thoughts on that? I so. There's a lot of chatter right now. It's like one of those things that starts in like deep rumor territory and then just bubbles up the chain until it potentially is a possibility. So Greg Ber- Berhalter, he just wasn't no creativity, didn't make some changes, like very lack of managerial tactics. I don't want to overspeak. I'm not a deep, like deep follower of men's national team, but overall there is some concern around Burhalter and his lack of ability to create offensive chances. And then in the second half against in that game, just didn't against Canada make changes that people thought were necessary. The next game is tomorrow late night against Honduras. And they're going to be without Reina, who is the son of a U.S. legend. They're going to be without Dest who's plays for Barcelona. And they're going to be without McKinney who plays for Juventus. All three of them are out. Uh, we need to start getting three points and stacking some wins. So if they if they draw or lose to Honduras, I think it's going to be house on fire. There's been chatter. Now, this could be Twitter chatter. People may say this is crazy. Pep, Guardiola, greatest manager in the world, arguably. Coaches at Man City right now. People are saying potentially they could see him slotting in to take over the greatest country of all That's time. That's crazy. And their their national team, media people, you know, just like Mercedes, you know, didn't want to be in drive to survive. Now they do. It could be a big thing for Pep. They do have talent. They have all the talent in the world. U.S. right now, they were ranked number ten, FIFA World Rankings, number ten country, and they went draw nil nil draw to El Salvador, one one draw to Canada. It's not going to cut it. The other word that they've thrown around is the guy Marsh, who I believe is Leipzig. Uh, American uh, manager coming in. He's in, under contract till 2023, I think. So, yeah, it wasn't a great 72 hours. That was the start. You got 14 games to qualify. The CONCACAF division, seven teams, top three auto qualify. Fourth team goes into like playoff to get into the World Cup. We need to finish top three. Shouldn't be hard, but through two of 12 games, we have two points. Not yeah, like, at what point do we start to get worried? Like, if we lose this next match? <laughs> yeah, I was just going to ask. Where, like, when do I have to care? Yeah, when do scale? I have to care? When do I have to care? Yeah, like, where where do I stop the worry scale, Ty? Uh, we're close. We're close. We're already worried. That so can't this be window, this, this Honduras game is three. That'll be three games. That's this window. Then I think we go back in November or so. Got it. But if we leave this window with three points in three Bang. games... Nerves. Really? Nerves. I, yeah, so I texted in the thread and I was like, we're not going to... I didn't think we were even an option for the World Cup. And Tyler was like, no, we're a lock. And now we're already over... Oh, it should be. A, I mean, it should be a But lock. now we're over to concern already. 
the oh, meter is moving after, after a weekend lou the meter's moving it's getting bad yeah ty i think they play I mean, costa rica goals. they play costa rica in columbus here in a couple weeks october 13th yeah it's in columbus are you going no my brother kind of that sounds kind of fun to be honest i know they pre-sold tickets fun. my brother's got lower bowl seats to that that's cool so increased interest excites me performance is not great i'm still incredibly confident we are going to make it but so ty for perspective you said ohio uh, the united states was ranked 10th in fifa like where would mm-hmm. canada rank on that list let me let me we talking like 30 or like fifa world rankings i'll tell you men's ranking fifa world rankings let's pull this up denmark is 11 just to give context, Denmark who made the semifinals of the Euro Cup is one behind us. Mexico, they have one above us. Canada. Sheesh. They ain't even on the first page. <laughs> How many's on the first page? 50. <laughs> Yikes. And we got Mexico, Jamaica's 50. Let's see where they have Canada at. Canada. 59. Okay, what about, who'd you say, El Salvador? Honduras, 63. El Salvador, 64. Okay, what about Costa Rica? So we went, uh, let's see. Costa Top Rica. 50 squad? I'm going to try. I'm going to go back to the first page. Hopefully they're on there. 44. 44. Like, we've played the bad teams. We still got Mexico. We still got Costa Rica. We, we have issues. It Jamaica. sounds like we have real issues. The meter has moved. The meter's moving, and we need to put the ball in the cage, and it doesn't look healthy. And El Salvador adopted Bitcoin as their national currency. It's a good point by Jay. What does that have to do with soccer? <laughs> All right, Ty. I wanted to at least hit on that. I thought that was important to at least add some, some context there. But back to your, your little F1 chatter you wanted to bring up. Yeah, I wanted to just kind of ask you guys, okay, so F1 product in the market currently. It's like very new, right? It's relatively new. I think I think it came out in January. Panini Panini holds the rights. Tops, Tops holds the rights. Yes. Okay. So the product. One of the one of the products that are out. So this is what I mentioned to Lou last week, and you know, weeks before. This is that is the lack of product and the rarity, like the the finite print, right? With serial numbered cards, you know, there's a certain amount of it. That has what's intrigued me the most about the F1 originally. Again, getting into the drive to survive, qualifying races, learning more about the sport. That's what's, you know, kind of got my excitement up. But initially, the rarity with the products is what drew my interest to it. With Chrome Hobby, Chrome Sapphire, and Dynasty. I know Lou mentioned there's a flagship product coming out soon. Supposedly. I don't know that to be a fact, but that's like what I heard. I've heard similar rumblings. Um, Yeah, I think it's coming. Data deep in the F1 streets, but the rarity behind the le- the th- with the finite number of boxes or cases produced with only a couple products for a sp- for a sport that that big that's what's intrigued me the most. Can I just tap into that real quick a little bit more? So when you say that the the numbered cards and the rarity, your point is essentially okay. A product comes out like hot, like top Chrome hobby. And in it, there are cards numbered to whatever, 50, one of ones, et cetera. That immediately means that there is a cap supply versus 
other products that maybe don't have serialized numbers, which means that there can be more of an infinite supply. Yeah, that's the big thing, right? So with like retail, if, if, you know, like you make a blaster box and there's nothing guaranteed inside of it, you could make as much as you want. There's no, there's nothing stopping you from printing base cards or anything like that when there's nothing guaranteed. But with like Sapphire, Lou, what is it? Two serial numbered cards per box, I believe. I believe that's correct. I think it's two serial numbered cards per box on Sapphire. So with that being said, then you just take every single card in the checklist, you break down all of the different parallels, do the math, and eventually you'd come out with, hey, there's X amount of boxes on this. Just the math alone makes that, like, it's an equation you could figure out with no retail. So no blasters, no hangers, no cellos, no megas, no, nothing like that. You only have Hobby, Sapphire, and Dynasty. And again, you just know there's an infinite, there's not an infinite amount of them, right? Dynasty, you can look Mm -hmm. up what parallels there are of each driver and how many of each of those are, do the math, and it'll tell you how many boxes of Topps mm-hmm. Dynasty you got. And then you just, again, that, that's what makes it intriguing. Quick point on that also, with the being able to do the math on the on the print runs of everything, I have actually noticed a lot, because that used to be something you could do a lot more commonly, right, Rye? Because there wasn't, as always, there wasn't always this mass supply of retail floating around that you'd be able to do that. And I've actually noticed that it's attracted some older collectors that I know to the products because they are able to do that math, which is kind of interesting. I don't know if that actually bodes well for long-term health, but it it was interesting to see that some older uh, and more seasoned collectors were going to the product early on for that reason. Yeah, I was telling Lou, like, I was looking, I bought a couple of Sapphire Chrome boxes. I paid pretty close to market to grab two of them. And like in the last... 10 days or so they're up $700 they were about 1100 1150 when I was in Dallas because I bought two of them and they're up so full disclosure I have two Topps Chrome Sapphire boxes I own two of them just two I paid 1100 for one and 1150 for the other and they're currently trending about 1800 1850 on eBay what's hobby doing what's what's Chrome hobby doing now I believe right around the $900 mark I think that's not investment, but I think that's still a good price. That seems low, by the way. If the cases are 10K, right? Are there, Rai, have you seen over your kind of time in the hobby, paying attention, you know, a a newer product comes out, like my head goes to maybe Fortnite or something. These kind of early test the water, right? Like tops testing the water. They're not going to go full push because they don't know the demand of F1 yet. Are there some other products that you pay attention to in terms of, okay, we know the supply is going to be limited and that's why I'm going into it for potential future demand? Yeah, you've definitely seen it before. I mean, this happens a lot with product, but but honestly, like a lot of times the, the hype like has died pretty quickly. Like you remember earlier this year when the first upper deck uh, uh, golf product came out? Yeah. It tanked. We were hot. It was like a thousand dollars a box. The week it came out, it's like $400 a box. Now it tanked. Right. And this type of run up, and this is why I'm like, uh, know what you're getting into when you buy these boxes. I'm not saying I haven't bought F1 in a couple of weeks for this exact reason. So know what you're getting into, right? Like we see this massive run up, right? F1's going up. It, It happened before with, Marvel Impel. It happened before with Prism mm-hmm. Basketball, right? I, I can tell you, I've got a Prism Basketball case, 1920. At one point, those were like four grand a box. 
They're like $2,200, $2,500 a box now. This happens, right? Where you get you get a run on things and they go up and everybody wants them and they're really hot and then they'll dip, right? So you, like, I'm not buying, I don't have the prison basketball case to hold for one month or one year or, or two years. I'm holding it for, my, my intention is to hold it for a long, long time, right? I'm going to play this in supply and demand 10 years from now, not 10 months from now. That's why I like it because mm-hmm. um, I can afford to sit on it for that period of time. But I would be very cautious of somebody getting in at 1800 if, like Lou mentioned, he said they were $700 at the National. That's not, that, that, that was a month ago. I also want to make a point. Like we, the, uh, Myself, I've been a huge F1 person. Ryan's become a very big advocate. Not a very big advocate. I won't speak for him, but he's purchased it as well. I'm definitely a very big advocate. I'm also going to say right now, there is going to be a pretty dramatic drop in F1 when the season closes. That's just how these things go. There's going to be a drop. So know what you're buying. Exactly what Ryan's saying. Know what you are buying. There's going to be. George is officially moved to Mercedes now. That's done. Williams isn't going to do. Is he a wonder kid? He's not wonder kid, but like he, he's, he's, a, like- he's a pretty sought after driver. And he's a he's they're They're pretty into him. Like Mercedes is really into him. They're really excited. Lou, about I was thinking about this earlier. I was maybe, maybe drawing up some comparisons. Tell me how accurate this might be because you know football too. Okay. Lewis Hamilton, Tom Brady. Yep. Verstappen, Mahomes. No. George George Russell, Trevor Lawrence. No. More like, I would say Lando's closer to Trevor to Trevor Lawrence than than George's, but I would say George is like. Uh, I'll give George Justin Herbert. If that makes actually, I'm taking it back. I'm switching it. Lando's Justin Herbert, and and George is closer to Lawrence than he is to anything else. I would say. Verstappen, Mahomes. I don't think that's fair to say. I don't think there's a good comparison for Max. He's a really, he's a really good Lamar. A really no, he's a really good driver who would probably be winning more championships if Lewis didn't exist. Gotcha. The F one guys. Reese? By the way, the F one guys are about to roast the shit out of me for saying George Russell is Trevor <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, but I'm just gonna roll with it. I don't care. Oh, gosh, I don't care. You guys can't Drew make fun Reese of me. This is a good. This is a good take. No, I just wanted to give some people some comparison. But no, it is, it's a fair for someone who has no clue at all. It's a fair-ish comparison. It's fair enough. More fair than enough. Yeah, but I, but I, I think it's like you said, Lou. I, I, I think it's worth pointing out that like while it's hot now, it won't always be hot. One hundred percent. And by the way, I'm I still haven't submitted my cards. I feel very confident sitting on the stuff I have for what I bought it at. And like I said, I haven't bought an F one card in a couple of weeks because I can't rectify the cost in my head yet. I, I can't get there with where these cards are at right now. Some people might be able to, I can't personally. Saturday mornings are qualifiers. Sunday mornings are races. It's on before NFL. They're like eight, and eight, nine AM. It's like before NFL starts. So it's why I think it has a shot. I was in PA this weekend for a wedding and Reg was uh, in the in the wedding, so she was getting ready Saturday morning, and I had time to kill. So I went to a little card shop, did a little uh, value box digging, and the F1 qualifier was on TV in the shop. In the shop? In the shop. Yeah, yesterday, Sunday was- Not college up. game day. Not college game day on Saturday morning. F1. I think it's got a real shot. Over, like to- there's, there's serious legs. They're there. Oh, that was kind of cool. I, it is very cool, and I think this past weekend was a really tough race. It's like one of the most 
difficult races. Like if you looked at if you look at the timing, the, it was Lewis and Max, and then it was everyone else like 25, 35 seconds behind and more, and they were getting lapped just with the way the turns are. I think this upcoming weekend at Monza is going to be a big race. And if with it lining up on an NFL Sunday, I think the viewership might be like crazy. So Lou, why again, for someone that is just getting into it and maybe someone that doesn't know as much about it, like why would those guys be getting lapped? Cause the turns are hard. The car's just that much better. Cars are that They're much better. They're just that much better. Drivers are that much better. And it's just the way the races go, right? Like, that's why qualifying is so important. And if I speak out of turn here, please, I'm, I'm still a new driving, a new racing person trying to learn all these things. But to my understanding, it's the car, the driver, and your positioning coming out of qualifying. Just, it seems like that's a really mm-hmm. big deal. It's a huge deal. Yeah, that's Because huge, the yeah. way F1 r- works is if you're not at the front of the pack, you're dealing with all the traffic of all the turns. So if the turns are hard enough mm-hmm. to begin with and then there's traffic, it's just slow down and then you're finished. You're out. Unless you can make a move quick, you're finished. A lot of a lot of tracks, there's one or two places where you can really make a pass. And if you don't make a pass, that whole lap's pretty much gone. How do we feel about the F1 race in Austin on October 24th? I'm excited about it. I am I don't want to go because I want to hold out for Miami, but I might go, I would say. I might want to go. Could be, could be, could be the card show that isn't a card show. I would love to go. If you guys are down to go, I'm down. But I'm Wait, holding out. When is it? It's the weekend before Halloween. It's October tw- October 24th. October twenty fourth. Yeah, that's to say, it's the week before the Dallas card show. Actually, wait, I'm out. That's my sister's wedding, so I'm out. <laughs> And I'm out. <laughs> Guess we're not going. But we're going. Let's we go to let's go to Miami. Second. Let's go to Miami next year. Even Judy wants. To let's call. officially we're confirm definitely going Miami. Miami next okay, year. Okay, great. Car talk will be at That's Miami. Super locked in. I wanted to be in Austin. Too. You guys should go, but I can't go. It's my sister's way. That's fair. I get that. Miami doesn't sound too bad. In theory, she only gets yeah, married. Miami will work. You know what I mean. He said, in theory, she only gets married. In theory. (laughs) In theory. What else is, uh, what else is popping? We got some latest launch. We were talking about, before we get into latest launch, we were talking about Dallas. And before the show started, we were talking, the three of us were talking kind of off air about upcoming shows. We, you know, we get DMs for them every now and then, but would love to hear more about some of the shows you guys are interested in the rest of the year, like what shows there's going to be. A lot of our schedules haven't lined up for some of the ones coming up. So we're just looking at all of our options. Like I know there's the, the Chicago spectacular show is November like 19th through the 21st. There's a Philly show coming up here in September 24th, 25th, 26th. I believe Dallas show is Halloween weekend. I won't be going to that. I'll be at the Ohio state Penn state game. There's just a lot coming up here. So Tyler, Lou and I have been looking for some sort of, insight on some of the shows you guys might recommend we would like to be able to get to another show or two the rest of the year um so if anybody has any leads on those dates feel free to reach out to us um ig or twitter at car talk pod just wanted to kind of put that out there that if anybody knows of anything we're looking to see what else is uh what else is coming up yeah i would love to get to a northeast show at the very least set up at a table that'd be nice i know there's a causeway card show coming up in boston they do they've got that show at the td garden i I went to that one before that one wasn't that one was pretty good i know one of those is coming up 
I don't know. I know Lou mentioned there's one in Jersey. I know the Philly show. Um, there's a couple out that way. But again, if anybody else has anything, would love to see what else there's. Yeah, I definitely want to get to a show. And then Vegas, you're going this this upcoming week? Yeah, to the Industry Summit. Industry Summit. Mm-hmm. Dope. So yeah, I've never been. Um, I've heard good things about it. There's a lot of, like I was looking at the schedule, a lot of cool breakout sessions, talking about different things in, in the, the industry. So who puts it on? It's sponsored by Beckett. There's a couple sponsors, but my understanding is, is like the main people is, is Beckett. Again, I've never nice. been though. So I think it'd I'm be cool. I'm excited for this. We have some early chatter going with the collectible. Is it IMG or like that, that Vegas They're show. doing an event in Vegas. Yeah. Isn't it the same weekend though as Lou's sister's wedding? No, it's in January. Well, that's, no, uh, that's not, is she getting married? Twice? No, I thought there was a Vegas show in like October. There is a Vegas show in October. That's uh, a different one. Yeah. Gotcha. So I guess same weekend as Austin. Yeah, Austin is the F1 race. There's the Vegas card show and my sister's wedding. So I will not be attending any of the above. Tough scene. I might go to tough, Paris for a couple weeks. So I might not. Yeah. But yeah, industry summit. I think we might do a little Q and a live IG card talk. Sometime yep. next week. Right. Do you? Yeah. We're still trying to figure out your schedule. Right, do you tailgate? Not typically. You just kind of roll up and go go right in. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's fun being on campus, right? I I graduated from Ohio State, so I enjoy being on campus. Oh, you went to Ohio State? I didn't know. <laughs> Pers- just not really a big. You're not a not really guy. big. Not a big real drinker guy. Same. I'm actually. Yeah, just more. It, it's kind of crazy. I'm just more like introverted. I just kind of keep to the keep to myself and the people I know really well, and that's kind of my thing. It's uh. I respect it, but I will say. That next year, you have to come to Happy Valley. When are you coming to Columbus? Out. Why do I got to come there first if you can't? Uh, yeah, wait, right. You should come to Jets Patriots. When? Week two of the NFL season. I'm not a bachelor party. You're not going to the home <sighs> opener for the Jets? I know. I'm going to be. Wait. I'm gonna be wait. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm at my best. Ma- I'm at the best man in a ba- at a wedding. I'm oh the yeah, okay. party, I get right? it. I get it. I get it. But that's <laughs> breaking news. I've, you no, have, I've never been. You haven't York. shared that with the appropriate people. No, not not that's even remotely. Be a problem. Not even remotely. But but I will say this: I would not be there if I wasn't at the bachelor party because I would be at Penn State for Penn State Auburn whiteout under the lights. Yeah. So you're out either way. Yeah. Okay. 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 I'm out either way. I, look, I, I know. Uh, anyway, Fry, you're still invited. The boys are gonna be buzzing. I'll say that. Do you think it would be a wise idea to wear a Patriots jersey there? I think you're gonna get made fun of. Yeah. No one's gonna bother you though. <laughs> I've never been to New York. Like I said, dominated. It's not New York. It's Rutherford, New Jersey. There's a bunch of hotels and a mall. You'll be fine. Yeah, but if <laughs> if I go to the Jets Patriots game, you don't just not not go to New York. This is true. I mean, I guess, yeah. You will be sitting in the fancy seat. No, okay. Weird flex, Jay. You have fancy seats. <laughs> Lou, are you sitting with Jay? No, I will not. Where be do you sit? Jay. Like you sit like front row. I sit with Gary. If I'm lucky enough to have a ticket, I will be sitting with Gary. I will couch that aggressively. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! Home opener, Patriots, Jets. But yeah, Ty, are you coming out October 30th, Halloween? 
if I'm not in Paris, I will probably be there. You recording the podcast from Paris? Might... Or, like, are we just not doing the pod? Or yeah, uh, no, I would record from Paris, like Paris. <laughs> like... <laughs> go Those look, are going to be know, aggressive soccer episodes. Work, it's going to be so annoying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I gotta go check out the League One market. <laughs> All right. Anything else we want to get to before we go to the latest lunch? Tour de France. <laughs> All right. I think we're good. I think we're good. It's been a, it's been a show. It's been a real All show. Right. So as we get into latest lunch, it's actually a decent week. You got WNBA basketball, Prism. Okay. You have Upper Deck Skybox Metal Universe Hockey. That's that's a lot of qualifiers for a product. And Donner's Football, which, as you guys mentioned earlier, has the downtowns and seems to have some people buzzing on social about that product. Downtowns are a big deal. People really like downtowns. Who are the W? Uh-huh. Do we know? Do we know who the WNBA rookies are? Is there anyone good? I do not. Worth noting. I feel like there's one, at least one, that is like big. The best player is at UConn. She went back, right? I think she did go back. She was a she, freshman. I think she, she was a freshman. Which is crazy because now you can just make a ton of money NIL. being in school. I know. It's... That's good, though. Think about the guys that didn't do anything in the pros that would have made a fortune in college. My football. initial take with NIL was that it was good for college sports. Because it, it's going to keep some kids in school who otherwise might have been forced to go to the pros. Like that kid from Iowa would have made a ton of money. The basketball player would have made a ton of money during his career. Mm-hmm. Oh, Luca Garza. He would, yeah, he would have made a ton of money while he was in yep. school. He stayed the whole time anyway. But I think it's good for college sports. Yep. These guys that just didn't do anything in the pros, they would have made good money. It's gonna, it's gonna help keep borderline kids in school if they can keep making money in college while also continuing to get better for their pro career, like. And we think so much about the top, like, 2%, 5%. Like, all these, you know, linemen, they're all going to, if they play their cards right and the market continues to mature, there's going to be ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 for all of them. Yeah. 20, 25 grand here and there. Real money that changes everything for them. Think of also the guys that, like, have, like, I think, Ty, you're going to hate this, but I think of, like, when Ohio State had that game against Penn State a couple of years ago, it was amazing in the shoe. Ohio State comes back and Johnny Dixon catches a late touchdown mm-hmm. or Marcus mm-hmm. Ball catches a late touchdown. And they have that moment. Mm-hmm. You capitalize. The next week, you capitalize like, on oh. the moment. Correct. He, by the way, as as small as he make, he has the big moment and then he does a couple appearances couple in signings. town the next week. It makes a couple bucks. Slash, you do you get as big as someone like DJ who does a Dr Pepper commercial. Like it's gonna, and like the baseball players who get a deal with Rawlings for the glove and like all that other stuff. The dude Milton, the dude yeah. Milton, Kenzie Milton came in for. Florida I remember State. he got when he got hurt. I was watching it. Someone's gonna sponsor. That's gonna wait. Someone's gonna have a serious injury and they're gonna get their whole entire documentary of their recovery sponsored. Like, mm-hmm. like all, all that stuff. Good stuff. Anyway. So, yeah, kind of an exciting, exciting week. You got the WABA Prism. You got the Skybox Hockey. I think that'll be cool, though. The reason I say Skybox, the Metal Universe, that, like, that's PMGs. I know. Even if it's hockey, I understand it's not basketball, it's not football. I understand that, but. No. Remember, I I can't even, I still think about the Messier PMG. Yeah, I'm saying you don't want to make David PMG? I do, badly. 
Seems PMTs like it would be a winner. Like my thing. Yeah. Any closing thoughts? PMGs. I want them all. Um, I'm on. I'm on the Buccaneers and the overs on Thursday. <laughs> Michael Parsons is going to be flying around Thursday night. That, Ty, you the and I actually picked him for DJ Rookie of the Year. He's a beast. ESPN.com. He was on the front page this morning. He's a beast. See you next week, everybody. See you guys. Peace. Peace. That's a wrap on Card Talk this week. Please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen and get notified when we publish a new episode. It'd mean the world to us if you gave us a five-star rating and shared this episode with a friend. We'd love to answer your questions, so email us at cardtalkpod at gmail.com and we'll get to it in the next episode. Card Talk is a 1.37 p.m. podcast and a Gallery Media Group original production.